Alright ladies, hello and welcome to episode 2 of the At Least It's Not Joe Rogan podcast. Try to record an episode yesterday and listen ladies and gents, I listened back and I'm not going to sit here and lie to you, it was not very good content. I was really bored listening to it. I didn't, I made like no jokes. It was like it was the news, it was terrible. I was like, today in Wiltshire, a man has been found eating a bit of dog poo. Like, it was so bad. I just, oh, so disappointed in myself. And I was like, listen, this is not what the people want. This is not what the people need. So I'm going to try and re-record it because I'm all about quality here on this beautiful podcast. And I want to bring you guys a service. All right. I want to make you guys chuckle. And I was not making anyone chuckle. I was, oh, God. It was so cringe. I was just not in the right mood and I was trying to make myself be in the mood. And I was like, guys, oh my God. But it was just so boring. I was missing so many jokes. I was like listening back and I was like, God, there's so many good jokes I could have made. And I was just missing them. And I wasn't really making any jokes. I was just like saying things. It was terrible. Oh my God. But listen, boys, I'm here. I'm back. I'm trying again. I feel like the thing about this is, you know, it's a learning curve at the end of the day just like everything and like sometimes the curve points downwards and we just have to take those times and we have to run with them but you know I'm back I'm better than ever larger than life I feel like today today's gonna be better today's gonna be definitely a better one um the last podcast what did I even talk about oh I talked about Ed Sheeran right that's how that's how dark we got like that's how little I had to say I started defending Ed Sheeran okay do you know how low life has to be for me to start saying they're talking about why I don't think Ed Sheeran is actually that bad oh my god no one cares babe no one cares but saying that Ed Sheeran is my ginger king and no one can unconvince me of that I think that man is he's the light of my life he's he brings joy um and I hate that everyone takes a piss out of him but I'm really not gonna do that whole thing again because I really talked about that for like 10 minutes I was like guys and she was literally not that bad like I promise you guys don't understand like he's a really nice man like I, I saw him in year 10 I went to see him and it was really good it was terrible oh my god so cringe like Listen, babe, just because you secretly think Ed Sheeran's alright doesn't mean you need to tell people. You know what I mean? And that's a lesson I did not learn. Um, The other thing which I actually fully forgot to talk about in this episode, but like, oh my God, we need to talk about it. Joe Rogan's only gone and got himself in a little bloody, little bloody scandal, hasn't he? Little uh, altercation with Trisha Paytas, the queen of my heart. The queen of my mind, the queen of my soul. I love her. Um, so basically what happened, um, I did make a little post about it on my Instagram, but you know, I feel like you couldn't have got that much of the story from that. So I'm going to give you guys the rundown because it is actually kind of fucking a very small piece of internet drama that like literally doesn't matter. But like it matters to me because like I hate Joe Rogan and I want to see him burn. Just kidding. For legal reasons. Just joking. I don't want to see him burn. I just think he's a bit annoying. Um, But anyway, so basically, Joe Rogan was doing his podcast 
And the girl he was on with, I don't know if she was like his co-host or like someone else. I don't really know who she was. Um, but she was talking about how she loves Trisha Paytas and she's like subscribed to her OnlyFans. Um, which Queen, I mean, I love that for her. Um, and then like she was just like, oh yeah, you know, I love Trisha Paytas, blah, blah, blah. And then Joe Rogan says, oh, let's get a picture of her up on the screen. And they get a picture of her up on the screen. And then he goes, oh, let me see the one of her in a bikini so I can know what she would look like naked. Which, first of all, that's so creepy. That's so creepy. Like, oh my God. I feel like that's like, that's like how you pick out a prostitute. You know what I mean? Like when, you know, I watched a documentary about a brothel once. I don't actually know about this, but you know, like how they like look at them and then they're like, oh, which prostitute should I have? It was like that vibe. Um, and then, and they weren't even, I mean, they were talking about the fact that she had an OnlyFans, but they weren't really talking about like her being like sexy. They were just like, oh yeah, like, you know, she's so funny and blah, 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 which she is queen. Okay. Love her. Um, but then basically, um, so they get the picture up of her in a bikini and then he goes, oh yeah you can keep that that's what he says <laughs> which i mean here's the thing let's be real that is so misogynistic but it is like a passing comment it is a passing comment my queen trisha made a 10 minute video about it i love her so much she this is going to be me if i was famous like anytime anyone mentioned my name anywhere i'd be like guys we need to have a talk you know what i mean like i'd be full like apology video no makeup on, on the kitchen floor, like, guys, <laughs> I just can't, like, I, I've never been treated like this in my life. But anyway, Trisha made this video, it was iconic, um, and she was basically just saying, like, I mean, which I thought it was all valid points, she was just saying, like, you know, you don't have to make comments about my appearance, and, like, everyone on the internet always makes comments about her appearance, which I think is so unfair, I think she's very beautiful, not that it matters if she wasn't, like, she just still deserve respect, um, but I, yeah, I mean, I feel like if I was her, like, it would be terrible having all these people, like, saying shit about the way I look all the time online, just because I, like, have a successful, because I feel like it's that she has a successful, like, sex work career, but she's not, like, doesn't fit the traditional beauty standards, and people just, like, cannot handle it, and it's like, maybe it's because beauty standards are bullshit, and they never meant anything in the first place, but, you know, don't tell anyone about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, so she made this video, she called him a sperm on steroids, which is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god, shout out to my queen for that line. I was quaking in my little, little booties. I was so, I was so happy. But I watched the whole thing and it was a vibe and, I mean, do I recommend that other people watch the whole thing? No. But it was like a classic, entertaining Trish, you know tea video and she makes so many and I love her for it um so yeah I mean that was the internet drama that I I allowed myself I feel like I have to ration internet drama because like I kind of I get it's very it's very this is humiliating to say but I I love a bit of internet drama I love a bit of internet goss if there's not enough goss in my real life I want internet goss because celebrity gossip I mean yeah it's great but, like, it doesn't have the same, like, you never get all the tea in the same way. You don't get, celebrities don't make apology videos, you know what I mean? Or, like, expose videos. And that's, I think, the beauty of online drama is that there is that. So I kind of allow myself, like, little portions, 
little morsels of on t- internet drama because I don't want it to like ruin my life and like become my thing because it is actually like not what I want to be putting into my brain like I want to you know be reading books and like learning things and not like just like oh let me find out what James Charles has been doing which by the way if you don't know what James Charles has been doing he's been sexting underage boys oh my god call Chris Hansen you know what I mean but you know I don't know I mean such a vibe I also oh my god I also had a brief a brief encounter you could call it um with a pickup artist on Instagram I didn't actually nothing happened I didn't interact um but I just saw one and I was reminded that they were a thing and you know I just started thinking in my little brain about them like I just wow what what a different breed (laughs) what what incredible men they are um so yeah I was like scrolling through my Instagram and then I saw one and it was this guy who did wait for this guys we'll literally wait for this he does a combination of motivational posts and big up artist content because of course he does. I mean, what else would you do? Oh my God. Um, but so he was like posting on his story. Someone had asked him like, do you hate women? And he was like, no, I love women. And then the next question was, would you ever date a girl boss? And he said yes. Which, first of all, hey King, uh, girl boss over here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hit my line. You probably fifty year old man who's like just discovered what Instagram is. Um, but you know, I, I loved it. Um, and I feel like, oh my god, the history of pickup artists on the internet is it runs so deep. It's such a deep well that you can just, I just, I drink it up, you know what I mean? Like, I've just got it in my hands and I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm probably going to edit that sound out, that is so gross. But I am, you know what I mean? I'm just, oh, I'm just, I just love it, you know what I mean? Um, I think it's really helpful, like, when I want to pick up girls, all I've got to do is watch these YouTube videos and then I know. I kind of feel like pickup artists, okay, I'm going to say this, controversial, but I would be shocked if there is a pickup artist in this world who doesn't watch stepsister porn. Like, that's the demographic. Everyone's always talking about, what's the actual demographic of step-sibling porn? Like, who actually is into that? Like, why does it get so many views? It's pickup artists. It is pickup artists. They're the demographic. Have you seen them? Oh my god, Russell Hartley. Okay, if you don't know who Russell Hartley is, Google him so you get the look. He just, everything in his eyes just says you know, step bro, (laughs) what are you doing in my fridge, like, or whatever the, I don't even know what they say, um, but his eyes just, they just emulate step-sibling energy, um, but he was, like, one of the main ones who went viral on TikTok, he basically went, like, hate viral, um, like people would just like this man is terrible but he would just like make fun of the girls that he had slept with he would just like say they were like gross and stuff which is really nice like wow that he would either be like i fucked this sexy bitch because i told her that i wanted her to come and pet my dog or something like he would pretend to have pets so that he could like be like oh do you want to come over to mine and meet my dog and then he would just like fuck these women which is great oh my god what a great strategy like 
why not just be upfront about what you want? What what would be the point in that? That would be uh, then then you would give them a chance to consent, and uh, we don't want that. Um, but yeah, I mean he, so he kind of went viral for just he just got hated on all the time, but it was amazing and I loved it. He just. He would like do all of his videos like in his mirror with like really expensive suits on and it was like guys guess how much pussy I banged this week like this is how you can bang as much pussy as me <laughs> oh god he was such a strange man but I mean yeah I, I was just reminded they exist and I just thought wow <laughs> misogyny never sleeps misogyny literally never sleeps to be fair I mean I'm going to criticize Pick up artists as if my number one moves aren't like, oh my god, hi, oh my god, you're so pretty, oh my god, um, oh my god, <laughs> I guess what you want to do. I either like reply to stories or I'm like, oh my god, um, I don't want to be weird, but um, you're, you're really pretty. <laughs> oh. oh my god. It's just the gay life. It's just the gay life. Like, I can't help it, guys. It's the way I was raised. It's literally so hard. I don't know if other people have this problem, but it is so hard, like, if you're flirting. If you're a, if you're gay and you're trying to flirt, it's so hard to not go into the, like, oh, my God, girly. Oh, my God, girly. You're so pretty. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, oh, oh, it's so cringe. Oh, I feel like my voice goes like up seven octaves, and I'm like, like, oh, God, it's so cringe. It's literally so cringe. And I always see TikToks of people like taking the piss out of lesbians for doing that shit. And I'm like, don't even do it because it's me. Like, I have no game. I literally have no game. Except, hey, girly. But, you know, we move. We move. I don't need game. I'm I'm too sexy. <laughs> you know who I think would have had game? Oh, my God. Okay. Slight tangent here. But let me say something. I've talked about this with a lot of people. And I feel like most of the people listening to this... Actually, no, because my last episode got, like, 70 views. So there might be some people here who haven't heard me talk about this. But, um most shaggable prime minister that there's ever been i'm gonna throw my hand to the ring margaret thatcher margaret thatcher but only if you're a woman <laughs> if you're a man margaret thatcher in bed mm -mm, terrible terrible not good vibes i pity her husband but if you're a woman oh oh that would have been life-changing i just know it i just know she was like femdom vibes you know what i mean like, I just know, you know, she would rail you and I, I support it. I don't know about you guys. Like, my theory about why she had all that homophobic legislation, I'm going to be honest, you guys, I think she was just trying to keep the gay community spicy. Like, imagine how exciting it would have been to be gay. Like, obviously there would have been downsides, but imagine how exciting it would have been to be gay when it was like all illegal and stuff like i think she was just trying to keep the gay scene like spicy like it's better to be underground you know what i mean like there's so much more fun 
I feel like gay culture now is just like Tumblr. And Margaret Thatcher was just trying to avoid that. She saw Tumblr coming and she was like, I can't allow it. Not on my watch. I want to keep the gay community fresh and clean. So I'm going to be homophobic and like, you know, can't even be mad at her for that. I feel like her internalized homophobia as well. Like the fact that she would really hate you for being gay would like make the sex better. Dare I say it. Dare I say it. I know that's going to upset some people. And I'm not saying I support her politics. I never said that. Okay. I never fucking said that. No one get my words twisted. I'm just saying out of all the prime ministers, I'd pick her. And like, I think that's not a mistake. I don't know. I mean, maybe you could go for like a Blair. But I mean, I feel like that'd be so basic. Like the Margaret Thatcher experience would be, it'd be such a vibe. And imagine going on like, you know, going to the sun or whatever and like telling them I shagged Margaret Thatcher. You'd make a lot of money. Remember that woman who, um, oh, I just hiccuped. I hope you couldn't hear that. Um, remember that woman who like shagged Boris Johnson and then she was like, on the TV all the time, like, Boris isn't picking up my calls. By the way, girl boss. Fucking girl boss. <laughs> go off, queen. <laughs> when a man doesn't pick up your calls, go on the fucking news and expose him. Write that down, ladies. Write that the fuck down. Oh my god. What a queen. I am obsessed with her. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I feel like, I feel like the press you'd get from, like, oh, I scissored Margaret Thatcher would be kind of iconic. I do feel like she was gay. Like, real recognise real, and gay recognise gay. I recognise gay. You know what I mean? That bitch, I don't want to say it, but let's be real, she was a scissor sister. She was a scissor sister, if I've ever known one in my life. And I know you boys are going to be like, what? I feel like that's the reason she didn't have any women in her cabinet. I feel like it was because she was like, I don't want to be distracted from my work by these sexy ladies in politics in the 80s. And they were fresh, I'm not going to lie. I've seen the Conservative MPs from the 80s. Those are some, those are some banging chicks. <laughs> those are some gilfs. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I'm so problematic. They were kind of gilfs though. Um, oh my god. Oh yeah, okay. I know what else I wanted to tell you guys. I feel like no one knows about this. And even when I googled it, there was like hardly any results. So I think this is like not that much of a well-known thing. Like all the results were just like scholarly articles. And it's like, babe, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking read those. What do you think I am? Like intelligent or something? No, babes. No. Um, but Chairman Mao... Guys, not even being funny, Chairman Mao, we all know Chairman Mao, right? You know, dictator of China, killed a lot of people, um, bit of a girl boss, dare I say it. He was actually a feminist. He was actually a feminist. <laughs> not even joking, not even lying. He gave women, like, the right to own property and he, like, dismantled loads of patriarchal institutions as part of his reign. And listen, guys, I didn't want to say it. But I might be becoming a Maoist. Like, okay, you know, word on the street is there's some other policies that he had which were a little bit more unsavoury. But, like, what ideology is perfect? You know? Name me one ideology that's perfect, all right? You can't. 
like listen he was just a leftist you know a leftist icon okay <laughs> he did nothing wrong there's absolutely nothing unsavory that chairman Mao did during his reign just beyond all critique because he was a feminist um but it is actually kind of interesting the reason he was a feminist it was because um he was like basically part of his vibe he was like we've got to get socialism in there because we love it um and part of his vibe of getting in socialism was like we've got to dismantle um traditional chinese culture and replace it with socialist socialist culture i don't know if that's the right i suppose yeah socialist culture um so like part of what he dismantled was the traditional Chinese, like, well, not really practice, but like, I mean, traditional Chinese society would oppress women. And he was like, listen, ladies, listen, girl bosses, uh, call me Gloria Steinem. Call me um, Ruth. I don't even know how to say her name. I don't want to butcher it. RBG? Yes, RBG. Call me RBG, because I will liberate you queens and he really did and all i've got to say is i'm now pro china and i'm pro mao <laughs> didn't think we'd end up saying this from the start of this podcast but um you know i mean i honestly think my politics is still more savory than joe rogan's let's be fucking real oh my god i keep getting like recommended um like podcast highlights of his and it's like the reason why there's only two genders and shit like i literally saw one the other day that was like blah 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 dismantles the idea of a gender spectrum i was like joe rogan please dismantle your podcast and shut the fuck up apparently it's like i was listening to another podcast where they briefly mentioned him um and they were saying basically the reason he's gone so like aggressively right wing recently is literally just because he moved to like texas i think and he used to be in like la um and he moved to texas so now he can't get any of the celebrity guests he used to get so he's just getting like republicans and like weird conservatives on there because that's all he can get in texas and it's like babes 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 we don't need to do this like king please relax oh my god i feel like every episode i'm gonna be slandering joe rogan at this point (laughs) but there's so much to slander and it's not even like i don't even keep up with him that aggressively the only reason i've kept i don't keep up with him really at all the only reason i kept up with him with it this week was because of the trisha paytas thing so i was like dipping my toes in and then i just always get recommended his videos i don't know why so I just see the titles, like I don't watch them, but I just see the titles and I'm like, oh, okay, king, okay, king, cool stuff. I'm really glad that you're spreading this around. Um, This is really positive <laughs> for the people to hear. Um, I think, you know, you're doing the queer community a lot of favours. Um, But yeah, I don't know. So that's basically his thing now. Like he used to have actual celebrities on there. He had Miley Cyrus on there. That was cool. I did listen to that one. And I liked Miley Cyrus, but he was a bit preachy and it was kind of cringe. Um, but what was I even talking about? I feel like there was a reason I was talking about Joe Rogan. Oh, I was saying my politics is better than him. Well, yeah, I mean, I think even if I was a Maoist, my politics would still be better than him. Um, 
And isn't that not the point of this podcast? Like, we can be as shit as we want as long as we're marginally better than Joe Rogan. Because then you can still say at least it's not Joe Rogan. Like, that's my only goal. And also, I don't even think anymore that, like, overtaking him on the podcast charts and everything, it's not even going to be that hard because, I mean, I I semi-knew about this, but I didn't fully know about this. He, like, signed a deal, so now he's only on Spotify, um, which basically means that, like, a lot of his listeners have gone. So he used to be number one podcast. Now he's, like, not even... He's quite shit now um, because he's got, like, this exclusive deal with Spotify, but apparently he made a hundred million from it. Oh my god, I want a hundred mil. A hundred milli. Let's see what um what we have stats wise. Yeah, see all of these people that he has on. I just like I'm just like, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? I just want to know what his stats are. I, d- I don't understand Spotify, not gonna lie. Can I not see how many streams? I thought I could see. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I can't. Okay, I don't know how many streams he has, but I assume it's not too many. I'll find it out. I don't know. Also, guess what? Um, On YouTube, I didn't even know this. On YouTube, you only have to have a thousand subscribers to get monetized. Oh! <gasps> Guys, I think that's not that unachievable of a goal. Like, a thousand subscribers is pretty chill amount. Like, I have nine right now. So all we have to do is times that by ten. But I don't think it will be too hard. I don't know. But then I can get money, and that's cool. I mean, I don't think I'll make very much. But, like, it would be kind of fun. Also, I don't know if you can hear this. My dad is actually playing guitar in the background because, like, he's a man. I don't even know. Um... So if you can hear that, just like, ugh, just just ignore. I mean, maybe it's like fun background music. I don't even know. Oh my god. Okay. Also, I do want to prophesy something. I know I'm saying like I like microdose internet drama, which is true. I do microdose internet drama. Um, I know I was saying that before, but I do want to just make a prediction right now. I saw this on my YouTube recommended, and I just want to say. The thing, okay, so basically what's happened, so the vlog squad, if you don't know, they had this whole scandal where one of their members was like, trigger warning, I mean, did something unsavoury, maybe I won't say it because I don't actually want to get this taken off YouTube, Um, did something unsavoury with someone and it was like part of a video for the for the vlog squad, so they got in a bunch of trouble and it's like, oh, you know, it's pretty like proven, like, most of vlog squad people have like concurred that that's what happened so it's not like you know or said that they believe this girl's story i guess so it's not like oh maybe it did maybe it didn't but anyway there's this one member so they've all pretty much gone mia except this one member jeff Wittick. he had like something with his eye the only reason i know so much about this is because i watched the frenemies podcast which by the way if you don't watch frenemies watch frenemies it's literally the best thing ever it's so entertaining oh my god but this is not a frenemies advert the point of this is so i know about this because of frenemies um but jeff wittick basically has this eye this like mysterious eye injury which he wouldn't talk about um and basically now he's made this like series of videos about his eye injury and let me just say right now that's going to be the vlog squad redemption arc the vlog squad redemption arc is going to be that this man hurt his eye and so all the shit that happened is fine just because this man hurt his eye. 
I'm kind of pissed off about it because I can already see it happening. Like, the videos have so many views. Um, and I just want to let you guys know that's what's going to happen. Because it paints them. I watched the trailer. It paints them in such a sympathetic light. It's like, oh, look at these guys. And one of them hurt their eye. And like, wow, aren't we all so great? And like, everyone wants to know what's going on with his eye. Because like, a big part of the drama was like, well, he went on to talk about the drama. Well, I, I don't even want to call it drama. Because like, is it even drama? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's like, you know, it's kind of more serious than that. Um, but he, like, went on the podcast and he was, like, talking about, he, like, kind of, he wouldn't talk about his eye and, like, someone was asked about his eye and he was, like, talking about the incident. He went on the Frenemies podcast and he wouldn't talk about his eye and it was, like, what the fuck's wrong with your eye? But he wouldn't say. So, um, basically my prediction is that this series that he's dropped is getting a lot of views. I think it's going to be the redemption arc. And I'm pissed about it because I don't think they deserve a redemption arc. I find them all, I mean, one, I find them all annoying, which doesn't matter, like, you know, but two, the shit they've done, are you joking? How are people just gonna, they're literally just, like, the fucking bros of the internet, like, ugh, I hate them, it's just, like, toxic masculinity, not even toxic masculinity, but, like, lad culture, just, like, to the max, like, lad culture with millions of quid, because they, like, make so much money off the internet, but anyway, so... That will be their redemption arc. They will come back. They will be fine because this dude hurt his eye. And that's all I have to say on that. Um, but anyway, um, I thought this episode was fun. I feel like it was a lot better than the one I recorded before. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is a learning curve. I feel like, you know, I will improve at doing this and I want to improve at doing this. Like, I think they will get more entertaining and they will get better as I go. Um, but I thought this one was fun. I really enjoyed it. I had a good time. I hope you guys had a good time too. Um, but I think this will wrap it up. Follow me on everything. Uh, I don't even know. It'll be in the description. If you want updates on stuff, you know, follow me. Subscribe. Like the video. Um, and that's all. Yeah. Bye, guys.